A good Nair Shabbos. Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us conclude the ninth parak of Masech, the Shviyas, in time for Shabbos Parshas Noso with Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. A person has Perush Shviyas. They have, let's again, carrots in their home and it comes time for the Zbior. So they don't have to immediately get rid of everything. Rather, they can divide up and remove three meals worth of the carrots of the peros in their house and give it distributed to every member of their house so everyone gets three meals worth and then they bring the rest outside they have up until nightfall of the day of beer to do so once the day the night the sun goes down and then it's night so then they can no longer divide up three meals worth so actually, this came up with an earlier Mishnah, or Yehudas of the opinion that once Shas Zbior passes and you have to put all your produce outside, only the poor people, only the Anim are allowed to eat from these beer produce, but not the wealthy people. Which supposed the Mepharshim um, point out here, it doesn't literally mean wealthy people or poor people, but rather it means people, poor people are those who did not have a chance to eat from other people's fields, whereas wealthy people are people who did have a chance. So really, it's about how much produce you have in your possession. Rabbi disagrees and says, no, whether you're Ashir or an Ani, a wealthy or poor, how would we define that? Once the Zman beer passes, you're allowed to go and take whatever is beer or whatever has been put outside by the owner and declared ownerless, you can go and take from enough for your for yourself for that meal you need. What happens now? Let's actually go back to uh let's go to Shemitah a little bit. Misha you'll pay Matana. A person gets a gets a through a, a um, will, it was Yarshind, it was, it was a, he inherited it, or perhaps he, um, or perhaps it got a matana, someone came up to you and said, here's a, a truckload of lehen. You have to give it to other people to eat with you, you're not allowed to eat it alone, and the reason for that is because of Eliezer, Eliezer Paskins, like Beishamai, which earlier, who earlier told us that there's a concern that you may come to thank the person who harvested it, and that's not allowed because that's showing that he owned it and he gave it to you. If you thanked him, thank you so much for giving it to me, that, se- that seems to imply that he owned it out of the goodness of his heart he gave it to you, when really, no, he didn't own it. It wasn't his. It was Perish Shvius, even though it was in his field. And therefore, according to Beishamai, one is not allowed to thank the owner, and in order to uh, avoid having someone thank the owner, thank the the person who gave it to him, excuse me, the person who, uh, who who gave it to him as a present or he inherited it from, we say split it up among other people so you're not as grateful because you didn't get an entire truckload but you got only part of it. Says the Chachamim, the, the senior, the, the person who received it shouldn't get any benefit from it, but rather he has to, it has to be sold to him, he has to pay for the produce, and if he pays for it, then he's not going to feel any gratitude. And then he has to take that money and distribute it to all the people. Now, interestingly, we pass like Basilo that one is allowed to thank the uh, person gave it to him. It's not considered as if you are, it's not, it's not a problem of thanking them. And Chachamim Paskin like Basil. So why here is the Chachamim actually take a more Machmir opinion? Again, when Rabbi Eliezer says you have to split it up, Chachamim say, no, not only can you not split it up, but you have to actually buy it. And the answer is because this is the Chazal's way, the Chachamim's way of, of arguing with Eliezer. They're saying, according to your logic, that we're concerned the person might come to thank them. Well, even if you, if I inherited a million dollars, even if I don't have to split it up among five people, I'm still going to be very happy for the money I got. So maybe then, too, I'm going to come to, I will thank. Therefore, says Chachamim, according to your logic, Rabbi Eliezer, you ha, you, not only can you not split it up among people, but you have to actually pay for it and then split the money, and, and, and the money should be distributed among all the people well, that was given. 
Now, one last piece in this Mishnah, which is not really so relevant, and that's as follows. When one makes dough, they have to remove challah. Challah, though we call the loaves we eat on Friday night, and Shabbos day challah, technically challah is, we, uh, technically challah is the dough that one separates, that, that goes to the Kohen. If you don't separate, it's considered tevel. One may think that the dough made from Shemitah produce is not live, is not, does not need to have challah removed from it. Therefore, says the Mishnah, if someone eats from a dough from the Shemitah produce, and if they did not separate a chal and they eat it, they are liable to death, i.e. it's considered tevel, and it has all the issues that eating tevel bring upon. And therefore, one actually does need to remove a from Perish Shviyas. And one of the reasons why one would have thought otherwise is because the halacha is, if you have Perish Shviyas, excuse me, if you have a and it becomes Tameh, so it's Truma, what, as we know from earlier, you must burn it. And therefore, if you remove Chala from Perish Shviyas, you're opening up the possibility, the possibility that perhaps this will come Tameh, you'll end up burning Perish Shviyas, which we know is not allowed. Therefore, one may have thought you don't have to remove Chala from the dough of, of, the, of Isa Shviyas, from the Shemitah bread, comes the mission to say, no, you in fact do have to. I wish everyone a wonderful day and a wonderful Shabbos.